All right, 0605842250. And as I said, that uh, while some of the teams, as you heard from Gaetano Tembo's, be getting ready for project restart of the absolute premiership uh, today, yeah, the sports minister, Natim Tentra, has asked the South African Football Association to enforce compliance uh, from all of the PSL clubs in return to training protocols. Now, this is going to be done uh, through the compliance officers uh, who will be appointed as per instruction from the Joint Liaison Committee, uh, which comprises both PSL and SAFA members. And to tell us a little bit more about this, uh, Debo Homotland is the SAFA CEO. He joins us on the line. Thank you for your time, CEO, and welcome to Marama Sports Worldwide. Uh, good evening to you, Rob, and uh, to the listeners of uh, the show. I'm not going to hold you for too long today, I promise. Uh, you you guys are on a very busy project right now. Uh, the directive that came through from the ministry uh, today, putting SAFA obviously in the forefront of all of this, this is, this is really nothing new. If people understand the workings of what a mother body is supposed to do, uh, this is in line with what SAFA should be doing in any case. This is almost to rubber stamp your role. Yes, uh, indeed, uh, uh, Rob, because even when it was uh, gazetted, the return of training, it was gazetted to say the Federation must supply the com- must give the names of the compliance officer. And that was done uh, immediately after the gazette, whereas the association, we nominated both Dr. Nguenya and uh, Mlongi Singame from our security division to deal with uh, the compliance issues. So when the league uh, appointed its uh, compliance officer, it sort of created a, a bit of confusion, but we are happy that the minister was able to send us a letter yesterday, putting the position very clear to say, we will only take the compliance issues which come from the federation, which is the South African Football Association. The one thing that I was saying last week, I said it today after we had our discussion with Caetano Tembo, is that I am seeing a scenario where there is lack of transparency, where the public is not being informed enough about the positive tests from individual clubs. We had heard, um, I think about a week or two ago, Celtic having a player, Kaiser Chiefs having a couple of players, Stellenbosch uh, having a, a few of their staff members testing positive. But since then, there, there hasn't been much that has been divulged. I mean, surely, Teboho, uh, this is something that needs to be improved on. No, I, I, I agree with you, Rob, because it only, it's only through transparency that we will know the impact of this COVID and whether we are ready to resume playing uh, because we don't want lives to, put, to be put at risk. And I think that's part of the issues which we will discuss with the league when we meet with the compliance officers. We wrote a letter to the league today to say, in line with the government, uh, with the government directive, we request a meeting. And I later today received a response from the league, which was saying uh, they will put it in front of the board, of, uh, in, in front of the management, and then come back to us. So we will wait for them, uh, but those are issues which we need to discuss because FIFA has emphasized, everyone has emphasized, we know the impact of COVID. We should not put the lives of players or any stakeholder for that matter at risk. But shouldn't there be people available from the league who are willing and able to immediately meet you? This is not uh, something that uh, should be taking days to confirm. We are in an emergency uh, situation right now. Uh, you know, surely quicker reaction is needed here? 
Yes, uh, and I, I believe that uh, the league will give that quicker response. I, I, I believe that they understand the agent need to discuss all these processes. And of course, what you're talking about, you, you can only know the impact once you become transparent. Mm-hmm. And if we are not transparent, we will not know what is the impact. We will only be surprised that uh, we hear numbers lead. So that's the major thing. That's the major thing we should be on the agenda of. How important are clubs that were already training before these restrictions were lifted? Uh, we see no action really, well, as far as I know, uh, that has been taken against any of the clubs that uh, broke lockdown regulations, having just gone ahead with their own training procedures, uh, clubs that hadn't even uh, been able to comply uh, with all of these strict regulations of your project restart, but they went ahead. I, I see no action being taken. I don't see anybody being called to book. I mean, how disturbing is this to you, or is this something that uh, we should just look the other way and carry on with life? No, no we, we can't do that, because once we do that, then you will no longer be able to apply those uh, strict health protocols. You will no longer be able to apply anything which was gazetted, because people will say, but so-and-so were there. So we have assigned uh, Mr. Mlungi Singan again on this one to investigate and check and also talk with the league to say this is the information we have received. Those clubs need to verify. The National Executive Committee of SAFA has resolved in its meeting that the steps need to be taken. That's why we have assigned Mr. Nam. And we are waiting for his report. As soon as we get his report, uh, we will tell the public what uh, steps we have taken. You've heard the government has said the Federation must inform us to say this had actually happened because currently it's taken as CSA. That's why we had to get uh, our guy, Mr. Nyame, on the ground to be running and getting the necessary information, engaging the necessary people before we say to the NEC, this is our finding and uh, this is uh, the, the this is what would, the punishment which would be meted against those. Who will decide on the punitive measures to be uh, inflicted on those clubs that are found guilty of having broken those rules and transgressed? Look, Rob, uh, we know that uh, these regulations, once you you gazette thing, it becomes the law. So for those who have broken the law, we will uh, first sit with the JLC and say the law was broken here. And of course, if it needs escalation to the Department of Sports, we'll do so. I mean, we've seen a minister who, you know, so-called broke down lockdown regulations uh, by a visit to a friend's house, and and she had to be suspended for something, what, three months, I think it is. Uh, I think she's due back in in, in her position now. Uh, But I'm just talking about the severity at times of people's actions. It it cannot be seen as just uh, another day in paradise. No, no, I fully agree with you, Rob. That's what I'm saying. Uh, just give us a chance. I think by the end of this week, I should know what Mr. Nam has managed to gather. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll go to the league, I'll talk to the CEO of the league and say this is the findings. And uh, if it needs to be brought in front of the Joint Licensing Committee, we'll take it there. And of course, at the end of the day, there is a need for action to be taken if the regulations were indeed broken. The decision as to Let's say we pass the stage of training. Everybody has complied. Everybody has been testing negative. Now football is due to resume because we always got to try and plan ahead. 
What is the Joint Liaison Committee in favor of? Are they in favor of, I mean, we're seeing reports coming through now that they could be a base camp in a biosafe zone somewhere, maybe in, in the northwest. Uh, I saw Durban coming into the picture and the spotlight today. When and how and who makes that decision? Well, uh, in terms of the JLC recommendations, the league will then make a decision to say, after looking at the different factors, which will include, do we have necessary accommodation? Uh, do we have uh, necessary studies to play? The league will make a call to say, this is the province will be based uh, for the TSL and for the NFD. And uh, the clubs need to then reside in that uh, biosafe environment up until the games are completed. It, it is not that like it's something which arises now. From the beginning, it was the idea of saying whether we get one, two, or three provinces, but uh, it must be where you don't need uh, very long travelings. It must be where you have sufficient hotels. It must be where you have sufficient stadiums, of course. Okay, but no, no decision has been taken yet. We, we can be clear on that. We're still waiting for the due processes, right? Yes, we, we have not been informed of any by the league. Uh, I can safely say no decision has been taken. And once it is taken, because part of there are also restrictions that it must not be at the epicenter where the numbers are very high because it poses a risk. So we will hear uh, when it comes and will ensure that the safety of people remains a priority. All right. And just talking about that, not every club in the Premier Soccer League has been given the permission to resume training as we stand. Uh, Rob, that's uh, that's my understanding, but we'll get more when we meet Mm. with the compliance officer. Remember now the way the situation is. Uh, They've been submitting to the compliance officer of the league and uh, they've been getting the green light, those who meet the requirements. So we'll just be in a a good space once we have met with the league and understand how many have complied and how far are we. But my understanding uh, is that uh, not every club is back at training. All right. Any other outstanding issues that maybe we haven't covered in our chat that you would like to share uh, very quickly with our listeners uh, while I've got you on the line, CEO? Rob, uh, I, I think there have been a lot of issues around amateur leagues. There have been rumors that the amateur leagues are going to be called off. Amateur leagues. We are pleading with uh, our leagues to say the current uh, gazette, the current regulations are talking of professional football. We plead with our players and all stakeholders not to participate in the social games because they create a serious health risk for the players. And once players get uh, sick, Rob, they will take time to go back to the field. I've heard that in other provinces, there are amateur leagues who are taking players for testing. We are saying that is the unnecessary cost. You are not yet allowed to go back to training. Wait for the association. The association will give you a green light. For now, we are talking professional football. Okay. All right, lots on your plate. Like I said, I'm not going to keep you for long. There might be a need to chat further in the week. Thank you for your availability. Safa, CEO, joining us on Marrow Sports Worldwide. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Rob, and the listeners. All right, uh, just uh, confirming that uh, it will be uh, expected as well. That's the directive that's come through from the sports minister uh, saying it's going to be expected that SAFA plays their overarching 
role of ensuring compliance uh, with the directions uh, through the appointed compliance officers. Uh, now, this is just basically to say that the PSL has been advised to submit its plans to SAFA.